Welcome, everyone. This is the I'm Speaking podcast hosted by Mercy Hernandez and Priya Namar. We're speaking because you've been asking. Join us for a new season as we open up, speak up, and uplift voices everywhere. And of course, all views and opinions expressed in this podcast are that of the hosts and do not represent any outside entities. We have a lot to say, so let's get started. Welcome back with episode two of the I'm Speaking Podcast with Mercy and Priya. This is the female body. And in this episode, we're talking about skincare, our skincare routine. And before we even get started, I want to like make a little note from the last episode, the first episode of the season, we had a word that I didn't know what it meant. And Mercy and I looked it up and we were like, oh, that, yes, that's still happening. It was, <laughs> it was in a quote that I, I shared and the word was apocryphal. And it means doubtful authenticity, meaning that in history, women have been doubted for their uh, you know, physical pain and whatever they were going through, they've been doubted by medical professionals. So yeah, <laughs> that's <not a> lot. <laughs> biological struggles of being a girl. Exactly, exactly. So Mercy, why don't you kick off skincare? Yeah, so let me tell you, first and foremost, I am super passionate about skincare and skincare routine. I live by it. I love it. I'm always looking for new things and learning. And um, so I'm going to speak from the heart. And basically everything I'm going to tell you is something I'm already doing or I've done. So I'll speak from the heart, but I'm going to give you the, um, the core information here. So Let's start with knowing that skincare starts from within. So for me personally, when I wake up every morning, I have a cup of black coffee and I put two big um, scoops of collagen powder. I stir that up, that's my breakfast. And I have that with vitamin C of a thousand milligrams because the, the vitamin C actually helps your body absorb the collagen better. And so the collagen would not be as effective if I wasn't taking the vitamin C and vice versa. I also include vitamin D because after a certain age, you don't produce the vitamin D and you need it for your bones, et cetera, et cetera. We'll hear all about that later on. And I think one of the things that you're really going to to get out of all of this podcast as one is how everything um, kind of links into one another. So what you're going to hear about menopause is going to have a lot to do with or things that are going to affect. So if you're listening to our last segment of menopause, you're going to go back and see, wow, so that affected the sex and that affected the skin care and it affected um, my breast care and, and, and so on and so on. So all of this will become one. So that's why we're kind of breaking it down by segment. Everything's very connected. And everything will be connected. Yeah. And so one of the most important things that you can add to your skincare routine as well as it positively affecting everything else is what you eat and what you drink, starting with water. So water is extremely important. Um, having filtered water, having mineral water, having um, any kind of good quality water and a lot of water is excellent for you. It gets rid of toxins. It gets rid of just bacteria, different things that are in your body. I 
even backaches, as simple as backaches. I've been dealing with backaches for a while. And I notice that when I drink a lot of water, the pain calms down some. Mm-hmm. So water is just incredible for your body. Yeah. Um, incorporating fruits and vegetables, bone broth, collagen, green tea, probiotics, vitamins and supplements, such as, as I mentioned, a thousand milligrams of vitamin C, vitamin D, biotin, vitamin A, which is also retinoid, um, a, a combination of vitamin Bs that include vitamin, th- vitamin B3 and B5, vitamin E, turmeric with moringa. So there's so many different things that you can incorporate just when you wake up or throughout the day that you can drink and eat that's going to make your skin glow. And when I talk about skincare, I'm not only talking about the face, although that's where we're going to concentrate. It really has to do with all of your body. I actually use sugar, like sugar scrubs for my whole body after I take a hot shower. While I'm taking the hot shower, I use the scrub. And then while I'm damp, as I come out, I use organic raw coconut oil to moisturize and seal my skin. So there's so many important things that you have to do in your whole body. When I say put coconut oil, I mean, you put it everywhere. <laughs> we talked about this. Everywhere. Yes. And hopefully oh, you don't have a puppy that's lick, trying to lick it off your legs when you come out of the shower. Cause that's another whole podcast issue there with puppies. So here, I have here, a, here. I have a question. So you, yes. we know, so collagen and biotin, become really important. Of course, the vitamin D and all the other vitamins you listed are very important as you get older. But um, I know collagen is what you hear people injecting into your face to get a little, you know, so you look younger. And uh, the biotin is good for your hair, nails, skin. It's really, really good for you. Um, When you're looking for vitamins, biotin is really important. But collagen, I was actually taking, so we're not promoting the brand, but Mercy and I both take Ollie. Ollie, uh, Mercy put me onto Ollie. And I actually ordered the collagen gummies from Ollie mm. and I took it for two. They're really expensive. They're like $20 a pop. So, um, I actually just, a bottle. Not yeah, a bottle. <laughs> yeah, I know. So I, I just finished, uh, the collagen bottle and I have to order a new set, but I took it because, you know, I'm getting older. My hair is not <clears throat> as great as it used to be. <laughs> oh, I'm trying everything possible to any keep, keep it. I'm rambling, but uh, where do you get your collagen powder from? You said you use powder. Um, I get it from, geez, you put me on the spot. Um, it's a blue can um, <laughs> and I think it's Vita, Vita mix or Vita something. Um, I'll tell you right now. I get mine, my, it's collagen peptides and I get it from Vital Proteins. I've tried many different proteins. Again, we are not promoting any company here, Um, but I've tried a good, maybe four or five different companies, including um, one that was called Ancient Nutrition. And I tried another one that was by a doctor, forgot the name of the doctor, doctor something that everybody was talking about. Um, And from Garden of Life, I've tried them all, nothing dissolves as smoothly and is as tasteless as vital protein for me, for my personal opinion. I think that's one, that's why it's one of the best sellers. Um, I personally buy the big container. I put religiously 
two scoops into my coffee. And when I travel, I take their little travel packs or I put it in a Ziploc bag, depending on how long I'll be gone. And just so you know, one of those containers, which will last me about a month, is $43. Wow. So, yeah. That's yeah. pretty so good, it's not, Yeah, <laughs> it's not cheap, per se. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a month worth. But it's life-changing. And I'll tell you, this will all make sense mm-hmm. as we finish all of our podcasts, because you'll have a better understanding of how our body stopped producing it. Mm-hmm. And our ovaries start getting weaker as we get older and we start entering premenopause, which is usually um, when you're reaching your 40s or around your 40s, you're already premenopausal and you're you're not producing what you once produced and little by little things start just falling apart. So if we can get ahead of it prior to premenopause, then we stay younger and healthier longer. And that's the goal. Um, In my case, I, about 10 years ago, had to have my ovaries removed. So I had zero production of so many things that again, we'll learn more about later. Um, but I had to start taking all these supplements if I wanted to not fall apart and look like I was 90, you know, at 50. Yeah. <laughs> and so I can tell you it's helped tremendously. I am 50. Um, I have a really great glow when, when you, you know, do. my skin glows, my, when my girls come over and, and it's funny because Sam was just here a couple of days ago and she said something, she's like, mom, your arms are so soft. I'm like, well, thank you. I take pride in my skin. Um, you know, so yeah. <laughs> That's all that coconut oil. <laughs> it's a coconut oil, it's sunscreen. And I live by the water, by the beach. So I make sure I wear sunscreen and, and on and on. So let me get to um, your seven steps of skincare routine for the morning. So disclosure here, there's a morning routine and an evening routine. And both are just as important. Don't skip either one of them. So the seven steps for your morning routine are these. First and foremost, in the morning, the first thing you should do is wash your face, cleansing your face. That's something I didn't know about. And when I started incorporating that a little while ago, it made a huge difference. And I never realized how much actual dirt and bacteria I was really removing that I would remove from my face in the morning until I started doing it. And I thought, ugh. I can't believe I never washed my face in the mornings. I brush my teeth, I rinse my face, but I didn't physically wash it, like put soap, wash it with warm water and then rinse it with cold water. Um, so in cleansing your face in the morning, make sure that you use gentle uh, brush or sponge that you rinse it with a biodegradable sponge. So most people, don't use a sponge. It's really something that's come up in the last couple of years. I have a, a great friend of ours, Ceci, who's an excellent esthetician. And when I get my facials done with her, I noticed that she was always rinsing my face with these little tiny sponges. So the sponge is like paper thin. Mm-hmm. You actually buy them on Amazon. I buy them for 40 of them. I paid $9.99. But one sponge can last you up to six months. What? Yes, yes. So this is like amazing stuff. Yeah, send and, me the link. <laughs> yeah, I will send it to you. So this thin little tiny sponge, the minute you wet it, it expands. It's um, I would say about the size of the roundness of a regular can. It's not, it's not huge, it fits in your hand. You wet it really well 
with some warm water. And after you put whatever cleanser you're going to put on your face, you get that little sponge with the warm water and you wipe it all off and you see the dirt and everything that you're getting out of your face. Rinse it really well, keep rinsing it. And then when your face is nice and moist because you've rinsed it, that's immediately when you would use a toner. Mm. So a toner really only applies if you are prone to acne or if you have uh, oily skin, right? So in my case, I have extremely dry skin. So I would never want to use a toner. But many people use a toner and it's really important to them. And their skincare routine cannot be completed without a toner because it will balance the pH level of their skin. So it's important that if you have oily skin, that you use that. If you live in an area where the water is hard, um, a perfect example of that would be Orlando. Orlando is known because the quality of the water is just not yeah. great. So if that's what you have and that's how you're washing your face, you might want to use a toner because you're gonna get rid of that harshness of that water and the toxins that that water might leave behind. If you don't need a toner, like I don't need a toner, then we move forward. And while your face is nice and moist, you're going to include a serum. So serum is the most important part, or every single part is important, but to me, <laughs> it's the most important part because it's when you're gonna put the main ingredient. That's the meat and potatoes of everything that you're doing, it's your serum. Yeah. And serum just means it's a concentrated amount. That's all it means. So when you're gonna put a serum, it means that you're putting a concentrated amount of either vitamin C or retinol or glycolic acid, lipids, hydroronic acids or any other um, ingredient that you feel your skin lacks or needs or you wanna incorporate. When you're using a serum, your serum should be nice and cold. So you might want to, you don't have to do this. I heard it's more of a trend than a real thing, but I did it because I'm so passionate about skincare. They have little refrigerators now that you put in your bathroom and you can put your, your, your items in there. Wait, do so, you have a fridge in your bathroom? Yes, I do. I have a little refrigerator. Oh, snap. Tiny. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's like maybe a foot by like six inches. It's super small, adorable, white with a little tiny gold rose little handle. And inside I put my face masks. I put my eye cream. I put my eye drops, my serum, my moisturizer, I put everything. So when my face is nice and warm and it's ready to absorb all these things of deliciousness that I'm putting all over them, they're nice and cold and they go in. So that's what I do with my serum. There are times that I'm in love with the serum that maybe Ceci gave me when she did my facial, but I had already bought a, um, one a serum from another company and I kind of want to use them both. And so I always struggled with it. Oh my God, which one do I use? I just bought this one, but I paid for this one. So I don't want to throw it out. And I learned through research, which I'm sharing with you today, that you can definitely use more than one serum. So the secret with that is use whichever one you want to use first is fine. You dab it on your fingers because your, your, your hands are warmer than your face. So it dilutes it better the minute that you put a little bit in your fingertips, 
you kind of rub it a little bit and then you pat it on your skin. You never rub it because then all you're doing is moving it around and what you want it to absorb. So you pat it on your face with your fingertips and you wait a second or two for it to be absorbed. Then you get your next serum, you put another little drop and you try to use the products that you have. You put them all around your face, it absorbs it, it's great. Now you put on your moisturizer. The moisturizer tends to have either a little bit of SPF or it's gonna have more, more protection for you when you go outside from the elements, the air, the pollution, the light, whatever the case may be, you wear your good moisturizer, which you always use from your decollete all the way up your neck and up to your face. Um, and then your final one is always the sunscreen. So the sunscreen has to be just as important mm. as every other part because yeah. of all the things that can go wrong. And you don't respect it now, you don't see it now, and you don't care now. But by the time that you do, then it's too late. Yep. So be proactive about it. And a couple of notes I wanted to um, share with you on each one of these. Um, let's see. So on the eye cream, I spoke about, I didn't speak about eye cream, I'm sorry. So let me go back a second. After your serum, but before your skin cream, you want to do your fourth step is your eye cream. And I'm going to go over the steps again. <clears throat> excuse me, eye cream. What you want to do is make sure that you purchase the correct eye cream and your eye cream must be different from your face cream. I've heard YouTubers and I've listened to many people go back and forth on saying that it's a waste of money mm -hmm. to buy an eye cream, that a cream is a cream and face cream is just as good all over the place that you don't need two different items. So I personally took it upon myself to ask our esthetician as well as my dermatologist. And I have two different dermatologists. I heard from all three of them that you never use the same cream that you use on your face, on your eyes. The eye is completely different. It is extremely delicate. Um, it, it's much thinner the skin is much thinner, so you must use a different cream that's concentrated and specific for that area. You know, I I, I, I actually discovered that recently. Um, well, I realized it recently. So I don't have an extensive uh, skincare routine that you have. Um, there are things that you were mentioning that I definitely want to want to look into and incorporate. But I use Eucerin on my face, um, and I do an aloe vera wash and stuff. But the Eucerin. I'll put all over. And then what I realized is that, you know, I, I go to the gym frequently and when I sweat my eyes, the skin around my eyes break out mm -hmm. and I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, what am I? And I realized it's a eucerin. Sure. It's strong for that area. Yeah. It's not, it's not helping my eye, the skin around my eyes. So, um, it's kismet that you're saying this, cause now I have to look into seeing if we can get, um, if I can get an eye cream. So, yeah, so putting the eucerin on my eyes. <laughs> no, no, yeah. So, eye cream is extremely important um, and it's very personal and it, again, very crucial. So, you need to find out exactly what your needs are for your eyes. So, some people want to use it and help with puffiness, which would lead you to an eye cream that's going to have caffeine in it because caffeine brings the puffiness down. 
So old school, long, long time ago, women used to use preparation H what? under their eyes. I'm not oh. talking Hollywood movie stars would oh. use preparation H. They used to put a little bit on their hand and then they dab it with their ring finger uh -huh. and they would put it under right before filming and it brings all the puffiness down. Oh, think about it. If you have hemorrhoids and you're using preparation H is to bring the swelling down of that oh. skin. So they figured it out back then and that's what they were using. What they found long-term is that one of the key components of it was actually, um, it just, I don't think it was harmful, but it just wasn't good for you. So they took one of the main ingredients out and they used something else. They replaced it with something else and it took that effectiveness away from using it under your eyes. Uh, but we've evolved and there's a lot of products out there mm -hmm. that are very specific either to puffiness, to dark circles, wrinkles, redness, skin tone, and, um, and extra dryness. So look at what you have, just like when you have a cold and you go and there's 50,000 different cough syrups, you mm -hmm. usually look, number one, you're going to look for it to have what's going to help you with what you're looking for, obviously, right? So if you have a cough, you don't have to buy something that, that is going to treat 20 other eye, uh, symptoms. You just want a cough relief. So this is the same thing with the eyes. The less products, in, the less ingredients in your product, the better. Look at the ingredients. Just like when you're eating clean, your products should always be clean. Your products, any skincare product should have zero alcohol. So you should never have alcohol in anything. Mm -hmm. Read the back of your user and bottle and read what it has. If it has 50 ingredients, it's crap. You need something that's going to have just some ingredients. that are clean ingredients and it has zero alcohol. Okay. Um, and clean ingredients are really popular now, but because it's popular, it's a double-edged sword because they might use it for marketing. So really do your research and look at the back of it and look for things that are actually, you know, good for you. So just to recap where we were at, we're going to talk about, we spoke about cleansing, then we use a toner if applicable. We then use our serum, which we spoke about it being the most concentrated part you're using for your face not around your eyes, just on your face. Then the eye cream, which we just spoke about. And number five would be spot treatment cream. So spot treatment, just like the toner, is only applicable if you have a specific need for it. So this is really going to be if you have a condition um, such as acne or you're prone to acne or there's some discoloration that you want to help on your skin and the doctor prescribed or you purchased some kind of a cream that you're putting on any particular spot on your face, that's what you're going to, that's when you're going to do it during your routine. It's going to be right after your serum. So the serum first, and then whatever um, spot treatment you're going to have, and then you close it all off and you finish it off with an excellent moisturizer. So the moisturizer, um, it's very important because of the cleanness of it, right? So use a clean product and use a product that um, meets your needs, whether it's for anti-aging or if you want something that's for oily skin or dry skin or whatever, the, you know, you need it to be hydrating or not. And when you're ready to go, 
make sure when you're ready to go, not right there and then, but when you're ready to go, make sure that you use your sunscreen and your sunscreen. And this is a question a lot of people have. Well, I don't know how much sunscreen to use. You know, do I put a 20, a 15, a hundred? What do I use? Mm -hmm. So you should use a minimum of a 30 SPF. Ideally, you want a sunscreen that is 50 SPF. That would be your goal is to have a 50 SPF. And that is going to have a 97% blockage of UVB. So make sure again that you do research on the best sunscreen for your skin type. If you're looking for um, a sunscreen because you're gonna go exercise, you're gonna go walking outdoors, um, you might wanna use something that you can use around your arms and your chest, as well as your face. I can tell you an inexpensive way of going would be water babies. Mm. That's an excellent choice. Yeah. If it's good enough for baby skin, it's gonna be smooth enough for your face, yet strong enough to protect your body. So that's always a, a good go-to. If you're just looking at it for your face because you're driving to work or you're just exposed by the daylight that's coming in through a window at home or the lights in your house, which all of that can affect you, then use something that is um, specific for your skin, right? And you can go from inexpensive to expensive, really doesn't matter. At the end of the day, as long as the product that you are going to purchase has zinc and titanium dioxide. Oh, That is the most important. If your sunscreen does not have zinc or titanium, you're doing nothing. And this is specifically for the protection of your, of your face right now. So when it comes to your body, zinc alone would be fine. But when it comes to your face, you really wanna make sure it also has titanium dioxide. That's great to know. I would, I never yeah. even thought about, about that. Yeah. So again, look for clean products, look for the fact, you know, look at the ingredients, make sure it has these two ingredients. If it has these two ingredients, everything else should be good. Um, I'm going to tell you something that I'm really not going to tell you. So I didn't <laughs> say this, even though I'm saying this texture is very important when it comes to sunscreen. So we go out there and we buy a sunscreen, we read it, and let me not say we, I go out there, I look at the sunscreen, I'm at the drugstore, I'm reading all the, the ingredients of all of them, I find the perfect one, like, yay, this is the one, I get home, and I go to put it on, and it's a glob of white, oh, this big glob. I hate that, so, yeah. Yeah, so it kills your following step, which is if you're going to put on foundation, or if you're going to do anything, makeup or anything, because now you just have all this whiteness on you. And it's pasty and it's gooey and you feel like your face can't breathe. So this is what I'm not telling you that I'm going to tell you. When you're there, see if it's possible to drop a little drop of the item on your skin to see if you like the texture or find out if they can take it back. If you have the receipt and you open it and you're allergic to it, if you can take it back um, or ask um, the person at the counter. If they're familiar with it, do you know if it's thick or how, you know, do a little further research so you're not stuck with a product that you're not really going to use. Mm -hmm. um, I learned recently, I actually, my husband's a golfer and men are 
terrible in general about wearing sunscreen. And I say this because of my husband, all of his friends, my brother is just like beating them to death to get them to wear sunscreen. So there's a product that's called Super Goop. Super Goop, it's all one word, is an excellent product. It's really clean. Again, not that I'm sponsoring it and we're you know, saying anything about it, but I'm telling you, I bought it for my husband. I ended up using it myself. It is light, it is clear, and it just dissolves. It's gone. It's You put it on and you don't even know that you have it on. So it's incredible. It's a great, great product. Um, it's, you know, from $17 to $20 for the tube. And if you just, because it's so concentrated, put a little bit again on your fingertips and you kind of dab it around your face and your neck and your arms and whatever, it works wonders. In my case, I put a little bit on the core part of my face and my neck, and then I grab the babies, um, the water babies that I was telling you about, mm-hmm. and then I spray that around my arms and my legs because the face one is just a little too much money for me to just kind of every time I'm going out <laughs> to use. Yeah. So those are the main things for the morning. The evening care is going to be about the same, that's um, much simpler. Cleanse your face with some warm water, rinse it with cold water. If you need a toner, incorporate the toner. If not, go straight to your eye cream, then your serum, and then your night cream. The difference between your day cream and your night cream is the richness behind it. So it might have the same ingredients, but a night cream is always gonna be richer. It's gonna be thicker and it's gonna, because you're not putting makeup after, Um, You can put this thicker um, cream on your face before you go to bed so that it replenishes everything that your skin lost during the day. Then, of course, your hair falls on your face when you're sleeping. If you drooled, if you didn't drool, if the pillow was dirty, if you have a dog (laughs) on the bed, if whatever, whatever. That's why in the morning, you you know, you had this this cream that was so thick that's kind of absorbing everything around it. That's why you want to wash it in the morning. So if you want Put a mask on, which I highly recommend. Masks are the way to go because they hydrate. There's a million different masks that you can make at home. They're really simple with eggs or with berries or with cucumbers. Depending on your needs, you can just kind of Google face masks to them yourself at home. And it's just great. You should try to do your mask twice a week. Um, if you can, or at least once a week and masks are great to put on. If you're buying a mask, like the ones they sell at Sephora or Target that come in a little pack, just kind of rip it open. You can buy them for like $2 and they're just, they're great. Try to keep them cold. So put them in your refrigerator to keep them cold. And when you put it, try to use them at night. So you kind of go to sleep with it. Mm-hmm. And if it falls off in the middle of the night, then you throw it out in the morning. But if you can sleep with it, that's how you're going to get the most benefit from it. And it'll say, keep on for 10 to 15 minutes. I personally, I just put it on at night and I just let it sit there and I go to sleep. So those are little things. Um, And I'm going to do a quick recap. Again, look for clean products. I can't emphasize that enough. Avoid alcohol in any of your products. Look for the expiration date. Look at the expiration dates on your products at home. We tend to buy and store and they expire 
-hmm. More importantly, look at the shelf life of your product once it's opened. So I don't know if you're aware, I wasn't until recently, that behind every bottle and every product in the back, there's a tiny little can with the lid open. It's miniature and it's in the back with a little can and it's open. And under it, it tells you uh, uh, six months, two months, three weeks, whatever it tells you. And most people wonder, what is that? That is telling you the shelf life of that product once it's opened. So you buy your foundation and your foundation doesn't have an expiration date. So you're like, okay, great. But on the back, it has a little tiny bottle emblem that has a lid somewhat open and it says six months. Okay, well your foundation, once you open it and you started using it, it's no good after six months. So you get rid of it. So, you know, beware that you're not putting, trying to do something good for your face, but you're actually doing something bad because some of those key ingredients like a retinol or vitamin C have all expired and now they're more harmful than they are of benefit. Yeah, a lot of women um, usually hoard uh, products. You know, my sister used to have a ton of products. Yeah, that's products. very common, yeah. very, yeah. very common. And a lot of times we don't know that we can use multiple products at once. So we'll buy one serum and then we'll find a better serum. And we're like, okay, well, I feel bad that I bought this last one, but I really wanna use this new one. You can actually use both. Mm -hmm. And if you find that it's irritating your skin, remember that you're using serum morning and night. So you can use one in the morning and the other one at night, but try to use everything you have before you purchase a new one. Also, do not marry a product. You might be using the best product of your life, but you shouldn't use the same product for over six months because then your body creates a tolerance to it. Oh, that's interesting. So, yeah. Yes. So if you're using, let's say you're using the user, right? As a, as a face cream and you really love it, but you don't want to, and you don't want to change it. When that bottle finishes, purchase a different one. Very, maybe CeraVe or L'Oreal or Oil Volet. Buy another one. See how you like that one. And then go back and forth and try different creams, but don't use the same one for over six months because it stops being as efficient. You loved it. You can always go back after a break. And the same for shampoos. Shampoos are the same thing. You should never use the same shampoo. You should switch, go back and forth, save the shampoo that you have for six months and then come back to it, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and my last tidbit, if you like really nice products and you're going to Bloomingdale's or Saks and you're looking at um, a specific eye cream. And I, I'm going to say eye cream because I personally love Nordstrom's um, YSL, which is the Saint Laurent eye cream. I've used 20,000 eye creams. I have really sensitive skin. And that's been my favorite all time um, eye cream, the YSL cream, because it has a red caviar ingredient. And for whatever reason, it's worked beautiful for me. However, it's pricey. So I would have never used it had someone not given me a sample. Go to the store. If you're really going to invest on your skin, don't purchase things at any store without getting a sample. Go to your dermatologist. And if they're promoting something, remember that it's a business that anything that you can purchase there, you could probably purchase online for half the price. Yep. <laughs> and ask 
for samples. Use a lot of samples. If you purchase in Sephora, which I highly recommend, I love going to Sephora because they have um, a money back guarantee with zero questions asked for 30 days. So I will go and I'll invest a pretty penny and purchase different items that I like. And I will use them. Like I'll use them every single day for about three weeks. And I have it on my calendar. I can't buy it. So if I'm not crazy about this purchase, I go back and either they give me the money back or I'll purchase a different brand. Or that's why I found that super group um, among other things. So Sephora is also great about giving you samples. Go and get the samples that you love. Um, one of the one of the great products that um, used to be only high-end storage, which is Lemur. Um, it's one of uh, J-Lo's favorite product and it's made with algae from the sea, um, is now in Sephora. So you can actually go and get a sample oh. and it makes it really simple. And see, is it really everything people are talking about? Am I really gonna pay $150 for this tiny little bottle? So use it for three or four weeks and see, wow, that was worth it. I'm not going to have lattes for two months and I'm going to buy that cream or hell no, I'm going back to my oil of olay. So educate yourself, you know, try different products, do research on it, make sure that they're clean products, um, make sure they're not expired. Uh, and, you know, just look at everything and make your skincare routine uh, something that you're super proud of. Um, talk about it with your girlfriends. You'd be surprised how much you learn when you're talking about skincare with other girlfriends and, and other people. And and that's it. And have fun doing it. I, I love it. So. <laughs> well, that was a lot of great, great information. And I love the tip about getting samples because we don't yeah. think about that. We just want to go in and just try it on. But then you can't try on multiple lotions because... Yeah. You know, and, yeah, and you don't know how it's really going to work for you because you're really going to notice it after you wash your face mm -hmm. and after you put your serum, that's when you're going to know if the moisturizer works or not and how your makeup flows over it. And if yep. you're going to look really oily and shiny or if it clumps your makeup or, you know, so many different things can go wrong with any of it. Or if the serum is going to give you a rash, the vitamin C might be too strong for you. Mm -hmm. um, and I wanted to make sure one last thing, never use vitamin C at night. Vitamin C should only be used in the morning. Is it Think of the vitamin C as the sun. Oh. It's an acid. It's an orange. It's mm -hmm. a lemon. It's, it's, you know, it, it has acids. Um, so it should always be used in the morning. Yep. Yep. I agree with that. Wow. So this was really, really good. And obviously a lot longer than 10 minutes, but I hope you guys oh. absorbed all of that. I, <laughs> hope you love I, it. I think this is just going to be the beginning of the whole series. Like, okay, yeah. we, tried, we tried, but I think all the episodes are probably going to be longer than we expected. Yeah. And for a good reason, because we really want you to get the most out of the information we're providing. And Absolutely. even our experience, Mercy just shared a ton of information about what she does um, so make sure you do your own research, look into all her suggestions and tips, um, write them down, take notes, talk to your girlfriends, get your samples. Um, don't forget to like, share, follow, subscribe, all that good stuff. This is the I'm Speaking Podcast with Mercy. And Priya. Remember also, if you have any questions, always ask us. We'd love to interact with you. Have a wonderful one and we'll talk to you again on the next one.